explains the concept of Tumim Tara and how uh, wherever there's a chisaron of the Kedusha that there had been beforehand so it gets replaced with the Makam of Tumim that's what we're holding by and Simon Samach and now the king responds to that in Ois Samach Aleph in Mahmur Shani and he says Amar Kuzari Really, you've said enough to explain what otherwise a person would have had a suffix about the dinim of Tumma Vatara. And the suffix that he had was, That's In other words, there's an interesting difference that something which at least to the person, doesn't look like something which is something uh, of pudding or something which is considered a waste product. Like there is something which is tame, like we said, a zav or a zav, whatever it's going to be. Masha Enken, something which is definitely considered of pudding or something which is considered a, a waste product of a person isn't matame. What's the difference? If tume is equated with something which is bad, so why, why is that the way the tume works? And uh, the Kuzari's explanation for this, like we saw before, is that Tumma comes from a place which something which had been alive or had been potentially alive, and something which Be'atzim, is something right. It wasn't something which had, was a chalik of, of something which was toy or something which was chai, doesn't become Tumma. Okay, so that's the first thing. Let's just explain it. Achnishra alai, sofik terasa ba'is fa'beget. In Shukayach, like we saw, we saw a living thing can become Tommy because a living thing has a certain amount of chiyos. And if that's the case, we understand how that what was chiyos can change into something which becomes Tommy. It doesn't explain how inanimate things, such as houses or clothing, in the case of Tzirat, how does that become Tommy? It wasn't something which had chiyos in the first place. So this is the Chachum comes to explain. It says, Amir HaChavar, Kvaramati Lecha. I've already explained to you, Ki Ashkina Hoysav Yisrael, when the Shekhinah resided amongst the Jewish people, it was Madragas Haruach, the Guf Adam. It was like the Ruach in the body of a person. And how does that work? It helps them. The, the difference that the Shekhinah made when it was in the midst of the Jewish people, what he calls the Chiyosayalakis, and certain connection to spiritual life, so it added a, a Ziv Vahadar, it added a certain level of Kedusha, a certain level of radiance, not just to the Gufas, not just to their bodies, but also also to the places they lived in. Right? Like we saw in the Ramban in the beginning of Pasha Shmois, he talks about the Targa of the Avas, of that also there's a Muslim of the Shekhinah resting, not just in the person, but also on a person's dwelling. And therefore, once the Shekhinah had been there, now the Shekhinah leaves, so now the difference which is felt by the fact that the Shekhinah is no longer here, as Ke'ilu is something which the Ispairu Gufayim is Nashan Ishpar Layada. Somebody who's become foolish, he's lost his intelligence. 
Wijstein Yafia changes their, their, their beauty altogether. So when the Shkhin is Kayeshal, the Kayeshal loses its Chachma, Kayeshal loses its splendor. And therefore, and that's when it's altogether. When it leaves individuals of Kayeshal, Niral Admasha Israhu, then on that person's place where the Shkhin had been and now isn't, so it's possible to see. Simon Hisrachik or Ashkenu Yimedo. The signs decided to see that the Shkhin is left. Kasher Nira Hisrachik Haruach Pisan, Avur Pachad Edaga, Mashan Aguf. Just like when a person is, gets very afraid or is very scared of something, so it has physical, so to speak, effect on his body. A person goes white, or a person looks different from the fears, and a certain level of chios has, has left him. And he gives an example, he said, Molak, even near a benashim of an arim, Ravur Khalishas Rucham, Shiyasu Bukufaisam, Makayam Shkarim Virukim, Mehetia Belayla. It's interesting, it's uh, is talking about. He says, by ladies or by children who are physically weaker, so the effect of fear on their body, and therefore that the fact that the Ruach, um, so to speak, contracts, leaves them. And so when they're very afraid, it leaves physical marks in the body, whether it's black or it's green, whatever it's going to be. People say that it comes from shadim, but he doesn't holler at the kuzari. It could be from the fear that they're feeling. So what's he saying? Let's explain. Basically, he says, let's talk about the marshal, then we'll go back to the Yisad. And that is, he says that just like by a person, his appearance is a symbol of his health. And when we have to come, before we come to Kuzari's marshal even, we know that a person's um, not healthy, so it affects their appearance. And the way he's explaining that is that there's a certain le- le- lessening of the amount of the Ruach in the person. And therefore, when the, therefore it reflects on the nature of the person that he doesn't have his full measure of ruach, he doesn't have his full measure of chiyas. And therefore, whether it's a person who's sick, or a person who's elderly, or a person who's whatever situation he's in, and he has less chiyas than normal, so it's, it's visible on him that he, he doesn't look the same. It changes his appearance. Now, his second chiddish is that it doesn't just, not just because a person is losing his chiyas, or he's very sick, whatever the case might be, even uh, pachat, even fear, it could have the same effect on a person also. And uh, because when a person is afraid, so the same thing, there's a, that feeling that the chiyos of the room contracts, and therefore since it's, it's, it's less felt, felt, it's less noticeable, it's less, uh, so to speak, contains that it fills the body less than before, so it also has an effect on the person. The person looks different when they're afraid. Now, what the Kuzari is saying in Barem is, is something which uh, Rabbi Yenna talks about more beginning, and he says the same idea. He says that, when a person's afraid, Sakhidah, he goes white. He says the oidem, which is the natural, the blood, basically, which provides the red color to the skin, which is the nefesh, so when it retreats, so it leaves a, a person who goes white. In Nashna Gemara, the, that the hard are uh, sumka, the asi chivra, that the redness, which is the blood, drains, and in place, the person looks white. And that's why the Rabbi Yenna is talking about the fact that persons who's malbin, the why are you making his face go white, literally, in Barabim? Because when a person says something which other person 
he gets very afraid of or very embarrassed by either one. So he made the blood drains from him. And therefore, his appearance looks white. He's malad nechavere berabi. And that's why it's like a tzicha, because to a certain measure, his nefesh is, so to speak, contracted. It's not encompassing his body like it was before. But, right, kedama nefesh. And the fact, that, therefore, that uh, the blood is less visible is a certain symbol of misa, that, you know, a, which I can do to somebody else. Okay, so that's the uh, same thing by Pacha, if a person's afraid. So also the, the Pasuk uses the word of a person who's, even in English, it's a person's wife is fear. That's not a Pasuk. It's a Lamech, it's a person's chiva or dal. And he doesn't have the last they normally has because of fear. Okay, so therefore, the, the starting point of what the Gazari wants to explain is that the way, the amount of chios is noticeable on the body, and a lack of chios, a person looks different to normally, looks more white. Uh, same thing, something which, afraid, which makes the person very afraid also causes the lack of chius to be f- shown in the body and therefore also the, the way it's, uh, it's visible is by the fact that the person is more white, loses his color. Right. So why don't we say the same thing when someone... Even though when you scare somebody and it has the same effect that the blood drains from their face well, all of their body is not just the face. The blood drains from everywhere. Uh, the Gemara says, for example, in Nida, that Rabbi Meir says that uh, if a lady is in a machva, she's in Hadi, if she's scared, she's in the, of being caught, whatever it is, so the pachad misalekas sadome. We don't assume she's going to become tome because we know that fear, misalekas sadome, takes away the blood. Again, it's less misplashed to chius. The reason why that's not considered necessarily reticha, whereas uh, embarrassing a person is, is because it's uh, the pachad only applies to the, the guf of the person, whereas the embarrassment applies to his, his ruach as well. In other words, it's not just it's the effect of the not just the physical effect, but also both effect on of the person's on the body and on his ruach. That's more akutzicha. Okay, so that now he says that there were times when you could see uh, on people, who, especially women or children, went out at night. And they were afraid that it made marks of, which were black or yurikim, which is like a kind of a green, on their body. And he says, they to the shadim, because they didn't have a physical explanation for it. And he says, it's not necessarily true, because it could be from what they saw, it could be what they were afraid of, and that it has an effect on the body. It means like a permanent mark, or it means a, a greenish tinge? I don't think it means a permanent mark. It sounds like a, a, a greenish tinge. You're afraid that on some stage because of the fear, right? Yes, I'm saying she's very afraid to go to the Hashverish Kirtan. Ramosha once said this, like, with the tangential point in that, that this is a great case, is talking about when she went to Hashverish. So Ramosha once said, Derek Hapshat. He said, most people after fasting for three days will probably look here a great case. But it wasn't like, uh, something unique to Esther. And also an element that was after a person's weakened after fasting for three days. So the same thing. There's a certain lack of the chils that they have. So they have that greenish or whatever, unhealthy tinge to them. But what basically what the Ghazari wants with all these things is that, that the way a person looks is a symbol of their health, of their vitality. A person is healthy, looks healthy. A person who's either weak or sick or in the process of dying or even very afraid, whatever it's going to be, but doesn't show the same sign of health of, of and what he wants to get to that goes back to what we said about Saras. And that is that since there was a certain 
a le- level less of chiyus when a person as we said before. So he made it appear also physically. The person looked white. As whereas previously, a person was not meant to look white. Right? But imagine the tzaras causes a person to look white. Now, it's not a physical thing. You're not saying it's the white that a person goes when he gets pale or when he gets afraid or whatever it is it's going to be. It's a much brighter white than that. Uh, where it says kasid uh, or tamer or shalik, whatever it is, which are natural colors of a person's skin. We're just giving a muscle for the same idea. And that is, since there was something where the chiyos had left, no matter that's why it changed this color. Now, how does that apply to begodim and to houses? So he says a chiddush. And he says that because these are, that the house of a Jew was a place where the shechina had been able to reside, and therefore it made it into a makam kaddish, then when the shechina leaves, it has to leave a symbol. And it needs a sign that Kiyunu is the place where the shechina was and isn't anymore. And he says that just like when Klayashal collectively lost the mind of having the Shekhinah by the time of the Khorban, it had an effect on Klayashal. They weren't as strong or they weren't as beautiful or they weren't as, um, as intelligent as they had been before that. And all these things didn't make up the Kuzari. They all have uh, references in the Gemara. For example, the Gemara says about the Shapira in Yerushalayim. In the time before the Khorban, the people of Yerushalayim were exceedingly beautiful. The Gemara Bab Matthias says that the beauty of the people of Yerushalayim was that the skin shone. And Rabbi Yechanan, we've mentioned this lots of times, Rabbi Yechanan, who it says when he revealed his arm in the Gemara Brachas, the family base, right, that awful, the whole room, the whole house lit up from the, from the glow from the, of Rabbi Yechanan's skin. So Rabbi Yechanan said about himself, I'm the last survivor of the beautiful people of Yishalayim. Someone from Messiah, I think, was a chedalid, as far as I remember. And that means that the people of Yishalayim, their skins used to shine. And, why, and what happened to that? And why did it come? Where did it come from? It came from the fact that the shechina was there. And so he says, when the shechina goes away, so that they lose that beauty. Same thing. The Gemara, the Midrash Aicha talks about Rishas Gadol about the Chachma of Anshishanim, the Chachma that they had, and uh, even the guy who captured them and enslaved them were overawed by the Chachma. And what happened to it? And that's another example of the same idea that the Anshishanim. Where the had, who had the, the, the benefit of the connection to the Shekhinah, so he married there much more Chachma. When the Shekhinah went away, these Ba'ar Gufayim, they became more Ba'ar, they became more stupid, more foolish. And then then we're going to say the effect on the Bri altogether. And that is, uh, it says little Shemina Paris, little Tama Paris, and uh, there's more clutter in the ground, whatever it's going to be. These are all the effects of the fact that there's a this needs its effect. And therefore, and this is the Chiddush, the point of the Gazar, which is coming to the Chaddish, which is like a Chiddush. He comes along and he says, he made it the fact that when a Shekhinah leaves a person's house, it's going to leave signs in the house. So until now we haven't spoken about that. Until now we've just spoken about things which are alive. And the fact that, that there are signs um, left when there's a Shekhinah leaves on people or wherever it's going to be that the Shekhinah is leaving from. Right, but he says when the shechina leaves a certain person's adama, his person, person's land, then it's going to leave a simon that the shechina is left, and therefore the, the negative teras, the, the signs of teras, are here the symbol that the shechina is not here anymore. Yeah, which means, and this is always uh, a big, as a big chiddush. The rabban holds that by the obvious the shechina was, quite before the rabban is to shmois. The rabban says that by the obvious the shechina was the side of leka alei the Shkhinah rested over the tent of each of the Ovis, like we know it's not a Chiddush test. We see also in Chazal, 
a Basara's tent, or Rifka's tent, or Rafa's tent, or Rafa's tent, whatever it is, the Shkhan rested above the tents. When Klai Yisrael in the Midbar, right, wanted to build the Mishkan, so we understand the Shkhan rested in the Mishkan. Was it still a level of Shkhan above every individual Jew's tent? Or no? Now that they had collectively built the Mishkan, then we will come each individual Jew's house or home, being a, a, someone which could host the Shkhan, now became the Mishkan, which became the central location of the whole Klai Yisrael, which is where the Shkhan was, which is how that before should be explained. But if that's the case, it doesn't look at the Kazari, because what the Kazari says, is that even by an, each individual Jew, right? The Maisa, there's a, the Shechina had been on his property, so to speak, with him, and it leaves a symbol when it leaves. And therefore, the Tzeras Abbas that he's talking about is created the sign that the Shechina is not here anymore, and therefore it leaves a, a certain effect, which means until the Shechina had been there. Right, and it's the Lashon again. Okashi Mishrachekes Miyechidim Nira al Admas Saishahu Simen Hisrachekar. On the, on the person's property, there's a sin that the R left, which means the R had been on each person's property. And now that since the R Ashkina has left his property, so he's a sign. And that's what he calls Negebati. That's what he calls Negebati. So, okay, the fact that what the sign is and why, and why that's the sign chosen to represent the fact that Ashkina has left, then let's forget the, the Torah. We have the key of the Torah. What that is what the sign of Tzeras is. But the idea behind it is explaining is that the idea behind it is that there's a, there was a Shekhinah within a person's house and the, the, the fact that there's Tzeras is now a symbol that there isn't Shekhinah in the house anymore. Really Tzeras is an indication that there was something greater before. Right. So that could also be explained why today we don't have Tzeras anymore. Right. And there's always asked the question, why, why can because special got worse? That is love the Tzeras. That the should be more... More of a, a need for it, so to speak, as a deterrent or as a way to install your Shemaim. And now we see an answer. When there was a Shechina, and the Shechina left, it leaves a mark. That's what we call Saras advice. When the Shechina wasn't there in the first place, so we don't find that by leaving it leaves a service declaration, which is uh, well, maybe when the people went on the level to, so to speak, have the Shechina rest in their tents, they wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily have the audience of Saras either. That what? You're right. The Gemara is of the areas which caused Saras. Any of them um, could have caused Saras. Can you uh, not every necessary every area causes Shkhanah to leave? There's some of the areas which, like the Gemara says about Lashon Hara, and Skirut Techekas Ragdi Ashkhanah. The Gemara says about Gaiva, Skirut Techekas Ragdi Ashkhanah. And those are two of the areas which the Gemara says are some of Saras. Right, both Gaiva and and Lashnara and Taras Ayn, the person stingy, all these things are brought as things which drive the away. And it's not for nothing, these are exactly the same things which we see are the symbols or the reasons why they would be Taras. Right. So Mashaikan other various which it could be a person's doing something wrong, we don't necessarily find that it's something which on its own is enough to uh, cause the Shkhana to leave, and that's the case Lakha we bring Taras either. Right. You're right. I don't think Tzeras are going. We find a few times they're going with Tzeras. I don't know if it's in the same category. No, no, no. no there's another example. There were times going with Tzeras. Now that food is in this category. 
But Labdaf is coming uh, as a as a symbol of the fact that the Shkin was there, the Shkin was there. It was a punishment. And in each case, you have to explain why there was Dafka the punishment which Hashem decided to use. Because there's no Tumah there. Right. You don't find that a guy that has Tumah. Right, exactly. It's not the same level we're talking about now. You have to explain it separately in each case what exactly the the side of the, of the, of the so to speak, of the punishment was. Now, let's explain the level of the Tsaras in the houses. He hasn't explained the level of the Tsaras in the Bugadim, but I, he doesn't. But the Khar, he's leaving it for, for us to understand on our own that the, by, by applying the same principle here too. And that is, if the Shkhin rests on the, besides resting in the person's house, but the level of Hashar's Shkhin on the person also, then if that's the case, when the Shkhin leaves, it'll leave an effect on a person's clothing, which are now around him, which, which the Shkhin was, had been maybe. Um, surrounding him from, but there's no longer there, so at least a mock him there as well. Right. Okay, so therefore he explains both points that the Ghazari asked. Firstly, why is it that something which is not necessarily physically revulsive can be a Zavatame? And he explained that Tama and dirt are not to do with each other. What's considered something which is physically offering, something which is Tama, not Makashur. Something which is Tommy, something which was connected to Chios and is lost in Chios, and that's what makes it a Mokum, which we said last time the Kaiksa Tommy can, uh, can receive from, and if that's the case, that's what's something which becomes Tommy. Mashank is something which may be naturally repulsive, but it's not something that the Kaiksa Tommy take from, because there's never Chios there. If that's the case, it's not Tommy. Uh, that's the first thing he spoke about. And the second thing he spoke about is how could Tommy apply to any animal things? And the answer to that question is that if the if there had been a certain level of Kedusha within those inanimate things, and if Kedusha leaves, then it's possible for the Tumma, so to speak, to take its place, to take its place and to reside in the same place instead. Right, so that's the experience about Tzaras, whether it was Tzaras of houses or Tzaras of clothing. Right, so after it says the Kuzari in Islam of Gimel, and he says, Omar Kuzari and Yeraya, Tzarascham Nikhla Bakol Dak Omar Kuzari Okay, this is a admission of the greatness of the Torah. As I see, the Torah includes every fine point and every level of depth you can understand in Chachmah, which you don't find by any other religion, that it has the same level of precision, the same level of diuk. And I want to add one more thing also. And that is the same level of how everything fits together. That's a very important part of Torah. And that is that all the elements of Torah by axiom combined. But it's not talking of different uh, parts of Torah, different ideas in Torah, which are each one's its own thing, it's, and they don't do with each other. The beauty of the Torah is that everything in Torah works together. You, you see, you said in the Pasuk in the Torah, you can bring a rifle from Pasuk in the Nach, and a rifle from Pasuk in the Hinnom, and a rifle from Chazal, and a rifle from Zer. It all works together. And uh, we, uh, we see that we use a Meim of Chazal here to explain the Meim of Chazal there. The Pasuk here is Mashmur Pasuk there. We see a principle in, in how the Torah says something, you'll see it in every place. You see it, you study it in Hachazah, understand, you'll see it again somewhere else. The, 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 the Gadda Sheba Torah is also the fact, not just that it's, it's the Kol Omok Sheba it's also the precision. In other words, the connection. Everything fits together. And, uh, we, okay, obviously, we only very small in our ability to understand, and we only see maybe a fraction of the links and how the connections and the depth and things in the Torah. 
but when a person dies, that's a, an, a, it brings a person to a certain awareness of the mitzvah satir. You know, it's, it's uh, how everything works. Now everything is exact. Is a, a level above a human's ability to, so to speak, to, to keep track of and 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 work everything out. So that that, that we see is a chelik of the mitzvah that we see that there's everything's nich of the Torah, which you don't find for anyone else. Okay, so what is the what is the king trying to say in the statement? Now, this is just coming to. To, to compliment those in Klai Yisrael. So it's not really a, a point of a dialogue. It's just, okay, I appreciate the Chof and what you're saying. And here we want the next point which you want to discuss. But we see here the Chof is a long answer to to respond to what the king said. And uh, we have to explain what was the key to the point that needed to be answered. But the, the king of Chor just gave Klai Yisrael compliment and he says, see, the is much more complete than any other terror. Right. So we're going to see that Ba'atim, he's saying it, but he's doubting it. And as you, you're saying so much in Torah, how do you know it's really the case? That, that, that there's every chachm and everything in Torah is deep and connected and everything else it is, which no one else can claim to be. Obviously, no other religion has its own origin. Right. The reason why is because it's not written by Hashem. But when we're claiming that we, that if we see all this depth in Torah, how do we know? That, that's key to the question. And you're going to see next time, as Hashem, uh, the Chavah then goes on to explain the whole system of how we learn Torah and how we explain Torah and how we know that the Torah we're learning is, has, is true to the Torah Hashem. We'll see you next time.